calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Too Smarted, and Netflix's brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin! Oh, hi there! Welcome back to Pflugerville! And thanks for tuning in to Kapow's Power of Invention podcast! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, here with my co-host, Guy Neville! Guy picked today's invention, and I can't wait to hear all about it! But first, say cheese, Guy! Uh, oh. You had the flash on, Kapow. Why did you just take a selfie with me? Because you said last night that today's invention is the digital photo. So in honor of that, I'm taking tons of them and posting them all online. Whoa, slow down, Kapow. Before you go posting tons of digital pictures, why don't you check and see if any of them are any good? Guy, they're pictures of me. They're all great! It's one of the best perks of being beautiful. Well, I, uh, I can't argue with that. We both are very good looking. But still, don't you find things are more valuable if they're rare? Uh, yeah. Now that you mention it, I guess I kind of do. Gems are rare, so they're worth a lot and are delicious. A rare Pokemon card is more valuable than a common one. And it's delicious! And most importantly, I'm one of a kind, and I'm worth a ton! Also, I bet I'm pretty delicious. Uh, don't, don't taste yourself, Cabal. Okay, but wait, so then you're saying one good picture is better than 20 bad ones? Exactly, and that's why I want to talk about the digital photo today. 
I mean, it's so easy to take them, and you can have so many on your phone, in your pocket, that you end up taking them for granted. But you shouldn't, because the digital photo was a very important, world-changing invention that we should all take the time to appreciate now and then. Oh, cool! I'm all ears! See, look, it's a picture of my ears! <laughs> okay, Kapow, put down the phone and listen up. To understand how amazing the digital photo is, first, we have to take a look at what it meant to take a picture before their invention. Before about 20 years ago, if you wanted to take a picture of something, you had to take a picture with a camera. And the camera would put that image on something called film. Unlike now, you couldn't see that picture right away. First, you had to take the film out of the camera, take it to the developer, and get it printed out. And then, and only then, could you find out what the picture looked like. So wait, you're saying that people would take a picture where they looked all derpy, but they wouldn't know until later when the picture was already printed? Exactly. Wow! People must have taken a lot of pictures back then just to be safe. Well, that's another thing. Film cameras had a limited amount of pictures, so you had to be careful not to waste them. A limited amount of pictures? And no way to check them? How did anyone get a good picture of anything? It took luck, work, and money. But none of that mattered if you didn't have a camera with you, and cameras weren't small. So most people wouldn't bring a camera everywhere they went. You only brought cameras to special events. But what if something cool happens? Cool things happen all the time! You just didn't get a picture of that cool thing. It was a bummer. In fact, one of the most used phrases for decades was, I wish I had my camera. This is like a horror story! But I guess the only good news is that a good picture would have been so rare that people would give it a lot of likes when they shared them online. Uh, well, not exactly. You see, there were no likes because there was no way to share them online. The only way to share a film picture was to print it up and hand it to your friend. <laughs> I'm gonna hide! This is a nightmare! I'm scared! Don't worry, Kapow. This isn't a horror story. It's an invention story. The first step towards a photo library in your pocket happened in 1961 with Eugene F. Lally of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. You see, when he wasn't working on artificial gravity, he was thinking about how astronauts could figure out their position in space using pictures of planets and stars. He realized that in order to do this, astronauts couldn't go to the Photoshop. They'd need a screen on the camera that would immediately show the picture. Jeez! Oh, sorry, I needed a selfie real quick. Go on! Okay, so Eugene had come up with an original idea, and once he had it, a lot of people realized that it was a genius idea and started working on it. By 1975, the first digital camera had been invented. It was the size of a printer and weighed nearly eight pounds. It captured black and white images on a digital cassette tape, and you needed to use a special TV to look at them. And the pictures it took were 10,000 times less clear than an iPhone picture. Whoa! I don't like the idea of a picture not capturing all of my beauty. Yeah, the camera wasn't a big hit, 
but the ball had started rolling. The first digital camera that actually worked well enough to go on sale in the U.S. was the 1990 Dicom Model 1. This camera stored pictures digitally and connected them directly to a computer for download. So, you could share them on Insta? You could email them. Instagram came later. Well, at least people were finally able to take pictures of everything, right? Uh, well, not really. You still needed to carry a camera all the time. All right! But then, in the year 2000, a company called Sharp introduced a cell phone called the JSH-04 in Japan. The cell phone had one feature that a phone had never had before. It could take and store digital photos. For the first time in history, people didn't have to say, I wish I had a camera. Or, I wonder if I got a good picture. Or, let me make you a copy of this picture. The digital photo had taken all of those problems and banished them to the past. Thanks to the digital photo and its ability to be seen quickly, stored easily, and shared rapidly, the future was being photographed and recorded by everyone. And it looked amazing. Wow, guy! I didn't realize how lucky I am to live in a time of digital photos. Thanks for telling me all about it. Sure thing, Kapow. And if any of you kids have any questions about cameras, phones, Pflugerville, the great guy Neville, or little old me, send it to Kapow at GoKidGo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. And don't forget to check out GoKidGo.com and pick up some cool Kapow merch. Now, go make something Build something, go big, and then go bigger! And then, go kid, go! Go kid, go! Go kid, go! Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.